We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond Bricks with Dr. Nathan Unruh. I am Patrick Lally, and uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be joined by Nathan Schock, and uh, I've got both the gentlemen's here, gentlemen's, the both the Nathans here with me today. And uh, this podcast, we usually talk about leadership, we talk about mindset, and we talk about customer experience. Today, all customer experience, because as we say, it's all customer experience these days, right, Dr. Nathan? Absolutely. And I think as we're looking at right now, don't we have just a tremendous opportunity in the world we're living in to differentiate ourselves on the experience? And I think that the, the line that we've been talking about a lot, Patrick, over the last week and what we're gonna pull apart today, and I'm excited to have Nathan a part of this conversation, the other Nathan. Mm-hmm. So the reason we did that is we're not that smart. <laughs> so we wanna make it easy for people. It's about the experience. That's right, that's right. <laughs> copy paste. That's right, <laughs> copy paste. So what's the line? Let's, let's pull this apart. What you do today is what your customers and clients will remember you for tomorrow. Okay, so let's pull that apart. What are you doing today? Yeah, so, right? okay, so, Patrick, I'm gonna ask you a question right off the bat. Yeah. You told me a story yeah. about this exact line in yeah. a convenience store setting. Yeah, so. Tell them the, tell them the story. And Nathan Schock will enjoy the story because it's about beer. Yeah. So, uh, I have a friend in Omaha, and um, he's, I posted this uh, on our social media sites the other day. He uh, likes beer, but uh, he is, his, his wife and his, his daughter are, uh, have some comprom- immune compromised situations right now, and he needs to buy more beer. So he he's, drives up in front of a, a place, and he's got his mask on, and he calls in and he says, uh, "I need this particular kind of beer. Would you? I'm out front. Would you bring us? Ah, you know, we're just about to close." He said, "Well, I'm out, I'm right out here. You know, he goes, ah, we're sweeping up." He said, "No, I'm. Can you just? I will give you my credit card number. I just need this kind of beer." And he and he hears the guy put down the phone. And he said. There's a uh, there's a beer snob bleepity bleep out front he wants uh no now we're cleaning up. Well he's like, all right, I won't give you my money. He calls another sort of famous beer place. And they said, he said, Yeah, i I can be over there in five minutes. Because, well, we we're gonna close, but if you're that close, come on over. And uh, he says, Here's what I want. And they say, you know what? We've got that one. And that second one you wanted there, uh, we don't have that. But we've got something similar that I think you ought to try. I said, well, that sounds great. He said, I'll, I'll be right there. And uh, he, he pulls up out front. Guy comes out. He's got a mask on. He's disinfected the boxes of the beer. And he says, here you go. Um, uh, I knocked off a couple bucks for you just because, you know, you're, you're, I, I appreciate that you took the time to keep us all safe. Where do you think that guy's ever gonna buy beer again? Yeah. Right? And what did yeah. it cost that second beer store? Yeah. Right. So let's okay, so let's pull that apart. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we better qualify. So depending when you're listening to this, we're in the middle of the COVID nineteen crisis mm-hmm. right now. So that's why mask and disinfectant and mm-hmm. that thing's a big deal. And but if you look at that situation, let's talk about those individual employees just for a moment. Mm-hmm. First off, I got this question, Nate. I'm gonna ask you, is it their fault? Is it the employee's fault? Probably not. I mean, we don't know the situation, obviously, right? But somewhere within that organization, 
there was no expectation set up that this is how we take care of customers. Right. I think of the book um, uh, by uh, uh, Patrick Lencioni. Is it Five Dysfunctions of a Team? Yeah. Where he goes in and takes over that that local restaurant, mm-hmm. and what happens when a bus drives up close to close? Mm-hmm. Turn the lights off, everybody! <laughs> right, duck. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, we don't want this bus of of people coming in. Right. Yeah. So they're thinking about themselves and not the customer. Totally. If if this customer, I might have to stay two extra minutes. Right. And I'm not going to get paid more. You know, right. on and on and on. And in the midst of a crisis, isn't it so easy to just focus on ourselves? Right, right. What, what do I want? What do I need? But yeah. we can't lose sight of the customer. That's the reason we're in this job in the first place, is to serve them. And I would can't contend this. It doesn't even take a crisis to have this behavioral type. We've all had that experience mm-hmm. where we're walk up and it's, you know, sorry, close, and they're, they're seeing you right there, mm-hmm. right? So I think, but by in asking that question, I would also contend that those employees, those team members, they don't know what they don't know. We always talk about, we, we want our people to give transformational experiences, but they don't never had them themselves. Right, what, what if in this case, what if the owner had said, you better have that store closed up by such and such a time? I don't want any overtime. Right. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's right. Those could have been uh, easily imagined directives to those employees. Right. And now when those employees have those directives on top of them, do this, not this. Right. And a customer comes in and wants something that's just a little bit out of the out of that zone, they don't know yes. what to do. They that's lock right. up. Yeah. So, so what do you do? So let's talk about changing it. So okay, we we've identified the problem. Mhm. So what do you do to change it? Because I know everybody listening right now, you're either an employee or you own a business. So we're all on this on, on the side of this where we can have an opportunity to make it a great experience or not so great. So what do we do? So let's start with if you're an employee, what do you do? Well, I think, uh, first of all, if you're, if you're an employee, you have to, it first starts with the mindset that I'm there to serve customers. So, so that's why I'm there. And then, then I have to at least be able to take some uh, a bit of initiative to say, okay, I know I was told to do this, but I have a customer that clearly wants, needs this. It's not too far outside of what we want to talk about. So how, how can I make that happen? I think of a similar example could be, well, the customer wants this, but the computer is telling me this and I, I can't do that, sorry. Okay, I'm gonna give you a story there. All right. Go to a local restaurant. I'd like a bowl of soup and a sandwich. I'll just do the half sandwich, but in the bowl of soup. Whew. Whew. <laughs> Staring at the computer, <laughs> grabbing their head in frustration. <sighs> Can't do that. We only have a button, because I know what they're thinking. Yep. They only have a button for a cup of soup and a half sandwich. Right. I want a bowl soup. Can't make that transaction because the computer won't allow them to and the training has not allowed them to say, let's critically think here. Right. Mm -hmm. So another example of that. So we've got to do a better job of how we talk to our employees, how we train them very intentionally because everybody talks about good customer service, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, we give great customer service. 
But oh boy, it's, it's lacking in today's business world. I don't care what it is. Beer, mm-hmm. at the convenience store, mm-hmm. healthcare, banking, these little tiny things make a big difference. So give me a story on the flip side where it went even more right. Again, you, Patrick, you gave a story kind of- Right, it's like got I both did right. But give us another story of uh, where you were telling me about yeah. Your, yeah. your wife. Yeah, so, so at my wife's work, they're shut down. And so she's been at home the last couple of weeks. And at this particular place, they ha- make a big deal out of employee birthdays. So now they're here, they don't know how to celebrate, they can't celebrate the employee birthday. So they come up with the idea that they're going to go to um, this other bar and just go sit out in the parking lot with lawn chairs and, <laughs> and, and have a couple of beers. Yeah. Um, and lo and behold, somebody comes from inside the bar and just says, hey, this is fantastic. We're so glad you're here. Can I bring you anything? Um, you know, how, essentially, how can we help? Mm-hmm. And the, the thing I thought of was, what if somebody had showed up in their parking lot two months ago? With lawn chairs. With lawn chairs. They would have chased them out of there. Yeah, that's right. But, but they realize, okay, we're not in the same situation. So I'm sure that their employee manual didn't say, in case of a <laughs> pandemic <laughs> shutdown, you can right. let people be in the parking lot. Right, right. No. They approached it with some critical thinking, and it was probably an empowered employee that was given the ability to say, mm-hmm. okay, serve the customer. Mm-hmm. If we need to pivot in some way outside of what our normal rules and regulations are to take care of the customer, do it. It gets back to the, the phrase, and we keep coming back to it over and over again. What you do today is what they'll remember for you, remember about you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So did they make a bunch of money in the parking lot party? No, but they were talking about it. They told all their friends about it. So when we come out of the virus, people will say, you know, at least I, those guys are flexible over there. They're good people. Mm-hmm. And you, the other thing about it is we tend to think about these things as local businesses, right? So those local business, the, the, the story about the beer store is a local business versus maybe a chain. But you don't have to, you can be a bigger business and have a culture of, of, transformational customer experience, right? It's not just a mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. And how do those bigger businesses convey that attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, the story uh, we hear all the time about, uh, hey boss, you'd be so excited. This customer came in and wanted this and I said, nope, I held firm, we're not gonna, we can't do that. Empowering your employees, you know? It wasn't in the manual, when you start having a hundred employees, how do you empower them? Yeah, and empowering them to say yes. Yeah. Right, no is sometimes the right answer, but how you communicate that no and giving them a different option. Like the guy, no was the right answer on the kind of beer that he could did, he wanted, Yeah, they didn't have it, but he gave another option in order to say yes. Mm-hmm. So the person walks away with a good experience. And I would contend that statement that you made, say it one more time. Because I want to drive that home. If you get nothing else from this today, write this down. What you do today is what your customers and clients will remember about you tomorrow. And that statement, I don't care if you're in a crisis or out of a crisis, it matters. The way you answer the phone, the way you put yourself together, the way that you write an email, 
every tiny little aspect and touch point to your business will be remembered. Mm-hmm. And we have to have that level of intentionality mm-hmm. with yeah. every customer interaction. Yeah. It's amazing too, because the second guy you talked about, if he wanted to say no, he actually had the excuse. Yeah. We don't have that kind of beer. Like, right, right. So saying no would have been, oh, you know what? We don't have that. Yeah. That would have been easy. Yeah. But he actually took the additional step beyond that yeah. to, to build customer loyalty. Because that's really what we're talking about. And now here the three of us are mm-hmm. talking about this. Right. And we still will probably for months afterward. Yeah, as, and I don't know. That, I wish I knew the name of the place, right? It's in Omaha somewhere. I don't. I don't yeah. live in Omaha. We don't live in Omaha. I don't know the because I'd love to give them props, right? Yeah. I want to spread their word. Every time I see something like that, I want to. Yeah. And I saw this on Facebook. You know, just I want to scream from the rafters. People go, go there. there. Go there. That's right. Well, look, JJ's. Let's talk about yeah. that. Was yeah. where you, I mean, let's give them some props. We yep. know the one that you're talking about with your wife. Yep. They, they did a good job. Yep. They did. And you know what's interesting too is um, even before this, JJ's was known for going all in on experiences. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, they, they don't look at themselves as a liquor store. They look at themselves as a customer experience with alcohol. Yeah, and, and we should say we're in Sioux Falls. JJ's uh, is, a, is a local business. They've got, you know, it's a, it's a liquor store, but it's also got a, a bar restaurant hook to it. Yep. And it very much is uh, experience. Yes. Um, and everybody, you know, there are a lot of liquor stores in the world. There's a lot of bars and restaurants in the world. Uh, and, you know, maybe during the coronavirus, we're, we're maybe focused on alcohol more than we should. But uh, they've, they've done something special with something that is fairly normal. Right. Yeah. And now let, let's talk about another industry. Mm-hmm. Um, banking. Have they been thrown a curveball at all in this thing? Right. So, so now suddenly you've got all these banks who've lent money to small businesses who are suffering, mm-hmm. right? And so their cheese was moved. So now they, how do they react? And, and now, not only that, the government, I'm pretty sure they didn't ask my local banker if he'd like to be the, dis- the source of distribution <laughs> right. for the Small Business Administration loans. Yeah. Um, but they just did that. And I don't know about everyone else listening to this, but my bank has gone above and beyond. Yeah, our mine, bank. Mine as well. Mm-hmm. So so let's, I want to talk about that because I always will tease my banker about banker's hours. Here, they've adapted. I'm getting responses at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night from the bank. I'm also getting responses from, on behalf of my banker because they've obviously adapted, mm-hmm. had to go hire some people, change some systems and procedures, get urgent, all around being able to serve the customer. Something out of the ordinary. I'm remembering them. Their brand in my mind is so much stronger right now. And they were already good. They just got a lot better. That's right. Yeah, and you know, we've been talking a lot in all these different uh, industries, uh, survive so you can thrive, right? right. But if you survive at the expense of your reputation, right? If you contract so much yes. you, and you act out of fear so much, people are gonna forget about you. Absolutely. Right? right? So how do you, I mean, we're, there's all these different sectors, whether it's banking, professional services, yeah. we talk about your accountant as well, 
yeah. right? Who emails you at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Send me a text last night again. Yeah. Tell me something else that we need to be aware of right now that will help us. I was like, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the grocery industry, right? Talk about being pressed. Yeah. So now, not only are you in the business of being uh, providing a service, but you're also a vital link in the food chain and the survival of the community, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so the pressure's on, but yeah. so here's the. I'm gonna so now you get me a little fired up. Yeah. Okay. Because here's here's the reality: the companies right now that are going to be remembered aren't making excuses. Right. The banking business that Nathan Schock brought up just now, the bank that we're talking about, they found a way to adapt. You know what? Another large company, you said, how do you do it in a large company? Mm -hmm. One of the largest companies I know that we all do business with, they'll have a message, sorry, due to the COVID-19 crisis, we can't basically mm -hmm. give us a break for providing lousy service right now. Mm -hmm. Those companies, that's not making you endearing. No. People like the bank are saying, we're going to figure this thing out. Other companies that say, we need to pull back on training right now. We need to pull back on, on customer taking right. our team. No, you guys, put the pedal to the metal. This is your opportunity to tighten the screws down on how you deliver a better customer experience. Yeah, now I'm so glad you brought that up because what we've been talking about so far are organizations that can still serve customers. Yes. Now what happens if you can't? What should you be doing right now to focus? What, what should you be focusing on point. now if you can't serve customers? Let me give you one example here from a bad one. So my daughter, <laughs> my daughter um, has a retainer. Took it in to get it fixed just by the luck of the draw a week before this whole thing hit. And we were supposed to go back and get it. Zero communication from the company. Mm. Called, left a voicemail, not, heard nothing back. Gave a message, you know, sent a direct message on their Facebook page. Nothing. Quiet. Like, hello, yeah. anyone? So how do you still maintain con contact with customers? But then also, how do you set yourself up for what you look like on the other side of this? What should you be focusing on? What should you be spending your time on? Well, I think perspective first and foremost. The word can't, take that out of your vocabulary. You can't do business as usual. Well, I'm here to contend business as usual is now dead. It will never be done the same ever again. So therefore, you could just because you're not opened up in this dental facility, yep. opened up for normal business, right. you can still pick up the phone. You could still write a note. You could still figure out an innovative way to get that retainer to your daughter. <laughs> It's not that hard. It's the beer story we started right. with. That's right. Walk I outside. mean, come on, guys. Go start to expand your possibilities and have some fun. Because right now, sitting at home and just staring at the TV and watching Netflix, you're not getting any better. No. So you've got to skill up right now. Level up your team. Those, to me, in my opinion, those are the companies that will be remembered coming out of this thing. 100%. Um, and it, it applies across the board. I mean, you know, there's not an industry where that's not true. And you talked about how business isn't gonna be the same. And the thing that I keep going back to is, business doesn't stay the same ever, right? There are always events, tumultuous events in society, human history, economics, whatever they are, that change the playing field. The Great Recession, 2008, changed the way we do business. 9-11 changed the way we do business. 
the Iraq, the first Iraq war changed business, right? You can just keep going back. World War II changed. So we have to constantly be reinventing and be ready for crisis so that you can change the way you are looking at the world. So I'm gonna give a tactical takeaway there based on what you just said, because what you just said is brilliant. So what is, let's wrap that into three things. Mm -hmm. What never changes though is people. Right. We're still gonna serve people. Whatever your widget is, people. So you gotta focus on the people first. People that you serve and the people that are serving those people, the people that work with you. Number two, processes. If you don't have processes, a good training and development system to teach these people how to take care of people, you're gonna have problems. And then if you get those two right, the third P, profit. Whether you're an individual or you're a business, if you can learn how to take care of people and you put together the right processes to execute on a transformational experience, the profits will be there. But if you if you flip that on the other side and you only chase profit, that's right. that's contraction. Mm -hmm. yep. Would you yep. agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think too here in this situation that we're in, when we come out of the other side of this, people are going to be even more starved for human interaction. And so if you're ready, if your team is prepared, the processes are in place, that customers remember you for being part of the solution, then those, those profits are gonna flow. Mm -hmm. Because again, when we come out of this, people are gonna want human interaction like you've never seen before. Before this, we were talking about human interaction, right? The loneliness factor. And I never thought about it until you said that just now. Man, that is, that is gonna be cranked up 10 times. It's gonna be a crazy, crazy time. A lot of opportunity. Tons of opportunity, but you better get ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be sitting home watching Because right the fish are getting ready to come out of the dam. Yeah. But and if, it's you're not out, if, if you're out just sunbathing versus getting ready to catch some fish, you're gonna miss the boat. And yeah. but don't be surprised and, and then please don't whine. Right. <laughs> Right, don't do that. Uh, I, we can wrap this up, but Nathan Schock, uh, thanks for coming by to uh, Beyond Bricks. Well, you know, I, I always love a good podcast. <laughs> you, yes, do. you do. You do. And, uh, you know, this is the kind of conversation we have all the time. So if you, if you enjoyed this podcast, come on back. We'll be talking about mindset, leadership, more customer experience. Uh, we love this stuff. So, guys, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com. 